years Our competing stylings will bring you all to tears Let me introduce the guy who hosts the show One is big and beefy and one is skin and bones Who Cares Podcast With Jackson and Mark Who Cares Podcast Pretend that we just got intro with a really epic music. Hey, hey, everybody! It's a Who Cares podcast with that Jackson guy Jackson and Mark. And this feels me. a little bit like uh, that sweaty balls skit from Saturday Night Live. What? I don't know that. Sweaty, one. They make fun of NPR, and um, if you don't, if you haven't seen it, this pointless for me oh. to explain it. Okay, well, that's good. This is the very first episode of season two after like a two-month hiatus or something, and the very first thing you say is an inside reference it's not to an a inside. joke It might be about. the biggest, uh, <clears throat> one of the most famous skits from Saturday Night Live. Really? Yeah. It's not Alec Cowbell. Alec Baldwin's in it. It's not Ooh, Cowbell. Wow, that sounds pretty. If this so- sounds like shit, then this is going to be Yes, we're, Jackson is using a microphone he found in his basement uh, that has been down there for God knows how long. And it's all dented and rusty. You know what, though? It's the thought that counts, and we're yeah. here. And I feel like shit. Yes, Jackson <laughs> Jackson drank a beer that was sitting out on his table for three days, oh. and now he suddenly feels bad. And I'll give everybody a chance to act surprised. It's, you know, it, it's I've drank three-day-old beer, three beers many, many times, as you, I'm sure you're surprised. Mm, excuse me. I feel like crap. Anyway. And uh, it's never affected me like this, but I drank that, and it was uh, right away I felt something weird. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. Oh, that's good stuff. That's kind of a lead-in, actually, to uh, to how the the twist and turns your life your life has taken uh, yeah. since the last episode we did. Because oh, uh, golly, things have changed up here on Hamburger Hill. <laughs> um, so, if anybody gives a shit, and I'm sure that nobody does, uh, we were out of commission. I was like literally sick for a month. I was sick from December 1st to December 31st. And this animal sitting there coughing with a cover yeah, his mouth. Yeah, I oh. do it. I do that. It, uh, it happens. Uh, you were I'm fucking menace to, sh- to society. I'm sharing the wealth of my illness. Um, and it's just... Throw up right now. And li- life has just been like kind of a mess. And, and uh, that is why we are currently sitting in Jackson's apartment uh, with a rig that I put together with a bunch of crap that I dragged over from my house. Uh, and there are cats everywhere. Plus the microphone I found in my basement. And the microphone that Jackson found in his basement. And my microphone that I bought. And we're bre- we're breaking every rule that I've ever set out for my broadcast career. And that's to make um, a poor sounding broadcast. Because yeah. if anything, you should have a good sounding broadcast. And I can't really tell if this sounds good or not because my headphones are really half working. And my body's really only half working. <laughs> I don't think it sounds that bad, and I think it, the, the microphone has given you a little bit of like a Tom Waits quality to your voice. Well, hey, I can be Tom yeah, Waits. Yeah, that's right. I'm you know, going to go down the hey, street. you know what I can't do at the station is smoke weed, and I'm yeah. going to do that right now. You're going to do that right now. Okay, I guess well, it does, yeah. I, thought, I, th- I didn't think the pipe would make a sound effect. <coughs> when I was looking. When I was looking. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> ever since, yeah, ever since, oh, God damn it. Oh, ever since I got my my, I've been coughing and sick for a month, so now I can't laugh normal. So I have to <laughs> laugh like Jackson. He laughs like a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, and you laugh like Woody Woodpecker. <coughs> so tell the kids at home what's been going on in your life since uh, the last time yeah. we recorded. I'm not engaged anymore. <laughs> well, that was a thing back then too, though. Um, well, that was that was. I'm not with Katie. It anymore. wasn't over. It was sort of like we it's knew over, it was Johnny. coming. Yeah, we we knew it was coming, but it hadn't happened yet. Uh, so with her went the car, 
yeah. uh, which and, you were uh, using to make money on the side by doing Uber. So your whole life just sort of just went out the door. <coughs> Very good. This is why I don't do this <coughs> at work. But as I say, like, you know, stuff just falls into your lap, though, because, like, your life just sort of, like, crumbled and then all this stuff just sort of fell into replace it. I'm not very... Now you've I got, mean, like, a new new car and... I, I got know. a new car, but I'm, like, you know, in debt again. Yeah, like pretty but, much. You know, I what spent is, like what is dead anymore? <laughs> look at this cat. Look at her front paws. You gotta look yes, under the I, show. I can see she's sitting there. It, see, if we were like a morning show, then uh, like oh. we would tweet that out, and people would get like we would get retweets and whatnot. So many times, I wish we did this show in the morning because there's so many times like I'm commuting to work where I just all the stuff that's happening to me and all the stuff I'm thinking about. I'm like, ah, oh, if I could just go on the radio. And I'll tell you, like. You know, I'm jealous of the fact that you get to do this every day because the last couple of weeks of not being able to do the podcast, like the stuff has been building up inside of me. All the things, <coughs> all the words, yeah, and they I, had nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. But if you want to hear an interesting story. Yes, I want to hear the story. This is a story I've been teasing Jackson with for about a week. So Ew, yeah, I've been that. teasing you, Jackson. Um, so it wasn't this past weekend, but the weekend before that, uh, I recently got a freelance gig working for the Poe House in Baltimore. It's the museum set in the house that Poe's family lived in, and he lived in for a good portion of his life while he was married to his 13-year-old cousin. Very problematic to talk about in this day and age. So that was so last weekend, I, I was down in Baltimore. and Be down. Yes. So I spent the night in Baltimore, and then the next night, because my brother lives over in, in Maryland, so my plan was to go down and see him and my nephews. So uh, Saturday afternoon, uh, I go out to lunch with, my, with, the, with the woman that hired me, and she takes me to a nice pizza place. This is relative to the story. And then about an hour later, my sister-in-law comes to Baltimore to pick me up to take me on the hour-and-a-half drive from mm. Baltimore to Hagerstown, the town with the ugliest name I've ever heard. Yeah, that's an ugly name. <clears throat> Hagerstown. Ugh. It's like you get an STD just listening to it. <clears throat> but uh, so we get into the car and the second I get in the car and my nephews are all locked in because I got two nephews with us. So it's, you know, second we're all in the car, my stomach immediately clenches up into a knot. Oh, no. And I'm like, fuck, this doesn't feel good. But <laughs> <laughs> cat just scratched my leg. Um, I, was, I was waiting for that. <laughs> So I sit down and my stomach clenches up and I think, oh, this isn't going to be pleasant. I've got an hour and a half of this, but all I have to do is sit in the car for an hour and a half and just keep calm and keep my body under control. At least you're not moving. Exactly. And I'm like, I can totally do that for an hour. I mean, it's going to be a while. It's not going to be fun. I'm going to be achy and crampy, but I can totally just hold everything in until I get to my brother's house. 30 minutes later, I'm sitting there visibly shaking, (laughs) pale as a ghost, cold sweats, and I look at my sister-in-law and I say, I hate to have to be this guy, but if we could find a restroom because I needed one like 20 minutes ago. So she starts, she could see how visibly concerned I am about the situation. She, st- she, you know, she's very serious about it. And she starts pulling on her phone, trying to figure out like in the GPS, like what's the closest rest stop. Uh, but the only thing coming up in her phone is it's like the closest thing is like 15, 20 minutes away at the most, at the least. Her husband's in the military and this is her worst nightmare. Yes. Um, and, and so like the closest pit stop is like 20 minutes away and all I can see as far as my vision can reach, it's just miles of empty highway right oh, in front of me. And that just adds to the stress. 
And I'm just doing the best I can to keep composed, but it's not working. And my body's saying, fuck you, man, this is happening, whether or not you want it to. And I say to my sister-in-law, Cassie, I need you to pull over somewhere. Oh, boy. So she pulls over to the side of the road, and I jump out and run off into the woods, trench coat <laughs> flailing behind me. Oh, big, does Bigfoot shit in the woods? <laughs> yep, today he did. <laughs> I run into the bushes. I, like, panically make sure I find a place where, like, they can't see me from the road. Uh, but there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, farmhouses, like, right behind me. And I'm like, screw it. Take the risk for the farmhouses. This is probably nothing they've ever seen before. And I do what I need to do. Oh, my Lord. Right there on the shoulder of the highway. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. And this is a man who gives me the high park. On the, <laughs> you give me the high park on the Hudson, you know, fucking... Stare down your nose when I say I pee outside. Yes, exactly. It is not. I am not the kind of guy who let you feel comfortable oh. doing nature's calls in nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, you know, I do what needs to be done to relieve pressure. But again, this is like the kind of situation that requires some like time of in course. a restroom. With, I can't. Like, contemplation. So I just quickly do what I can to just relieve the pressure until we can get to where we need Jesus to go. Jesus Christ. Sounds like a <coughs> fucking ma- massacre. <laughs> well, it's because it's, it's a mad dash into the woods, and then I do what I need to do, and then it's a mad dash back out of the woods because now that I can control myself again, my first thought is I need to get back in the car and we need to get moving because the last thing I want to have happen right now is for a state trooper to pull up to find out why my sister-in-law is sitting on the shoulder of the highway, and I have to come out of the woods and explain what horrible things just happened. That would have been my 2018 present. (laughs) So I go running through the bushes, but it's not the same bushes I came running into. I ran. I ran. So wait, did you get lost? No. Worse than that. I got stuck. (laughs) <laughs> because it was a solid wall of, of thorn bushes that I could not nor you know, I'm a huge man, so I can easily break through things, but I could not break through this. And meanwhile, I'm literally ripping my clothes with thorns and getting them jammed way up in my arms. <laughs> so then I extract myself from the bushes and I go around to find a break in the bushes and I find a break in the bushes. There's a reason there's a break in the bushes is because it's all mud. And I have to traipse through the mud. So by the time I get to the car, oh. I've got mud up to my knees, which in this situation it looks like doesn't just... look like mud. Oh, God. That's grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> so then I get into the car and we drive until we find a few minutes later a pizza hut, which is my bastion <laughs> of safety. Goodbye, Norman. <laughs> Remember from yes. Mm-hmm. And I go running into the Pizza Hut. The guy says, uh, oh, are you here to pick up? And I said, nope, going to order something in a minute. Got to use the bathroom. Bye. Nope, drop it off. <laughs> no pickup. It's delivery. Boom. Right in the bathroom for about a half hour. Oh and then I was God. good to go. Went to my brother's house and washed everything I was wearing and took a shower. Not I because I believe- needed to. But because it was a spiritual cleansing Ew. for what I no, went Because through. you needed to. Of no, you because I did to. not make a mess of myself. That- except for the mud. I can't. I can't believe. I'm proud of you that you survived that situation. To it be honest, it was probably the worst thing that's ever happened to me, which I guess says a lot about the kind of sheltered life I've lived. But uh, yeah, that might be real big show worthy. I might have to bring that up to the guys. You feel free to play this on the thing and broadcast oh, it to everybody. Because I went home. Of course, now in retrospect, it's funny. So I get to the house. I tell my brother about it. My mother came over that night. I told my mother about it, and now I'm broadcasting it to the to I'm the world the at large. Book. Yeah, I gave I gave Jackson a, a monograph a monographed notebook with his uh, initial on it. What's monographed mean? I, by the way? I don't. I think I made it up. No, monogram. It says it, that says it on the thing. Monogram, I think it is. 
Boys. Monogram Notebook. What's monogram? Yeah. I don't yeah, know what it's that means. the thing where it's got the letter on it. Oh. So that's the it story. Work. <laughs> that's the story I've been wanting to share with you and get your. I wanted your. I wanted to do it live <laughs> because I wanted to get your reactions. Yeah, I'm, as gl- they I'm come. glad I not, did not hear that story previous. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like crap right now. I don't know why. It sucks. So, but that made me feel better. <laughs> At least I'm not a car with children. Yes. And wives and. In girlfriend's lives. Oh, man, that must have been humiliating. Oh, it was absolutely the worst thing. It's my sister-in-law. It's my nephews. It's a grown man who cannot control his own body's functions. Oh, what is wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> it's the pizza that I ate. I, it had to have been because oh. it literally just was like my body's like, fuck you, man. No, none of this. So Baltimore tried to kill me. This is the other thing. We were planning on, originally the plan was when I got to Baltimore on Friday, last Friday night, I was supposed to be in a hotel. Yeah. And we were going to record this, you know, remotely. Me in a hotel, you here in Which Boston. would have probably worked better than this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, no, because then you would have been left to try to figure out how to hook up a microphone by yourself. No, I can do that. Bit. I've done it. You would just be talking to your cell phone. <clears throat> oh, um, yeah, that that works too, but. Well, I, I let you handle the big stuff because you like to do it. Um, but I did make notes about traveling because it's, it's my, my travel is I took the train to Baltimore. This is the thing. It's like everybody tells me to fly to like Maryland because it's like the, no, the flight itself is like an hour. But what they don't realize is that like a lot. that hour flight is surrounded by about six hours of being dicked around by the airports. What happened to my mother? I took a to get down to Baltimore. It was a six-hour train ride, which sounds grueling, but you nah, just sit there, you take, sit on you know, train, do whatever, look at the trees. pull out some work, do whatever. Yeah. It's, it's and at least you know you're going to get there relative. I mean, we were like ten minutes late. Ah, <coughs> cat scratch. Yeah, cat crawled um, up the leg. But no, so the thing I always forget about. I don't know if anybody's, uh, you know, anybody listening rides the Amtrak. But the thing about the Amtrak for me that kills me because I used to have to take it a lot too to go to New Hampshire when I had a job up there. Um, old people love. The Amtrak. Do they? They travel on it in huge groups of the most physically handicapped old people I've ever seen. Mm. They come shuffling on with their walkers and their canes and their wheelchairs, and they take up all the space, and then they spend literally the entire trip aimlessly wandering up and down the train aisles, looking around in like a mixture of like wonder and confusement, like they still haven't grasped the concept of train travel. <laughs> this woman and her husband get on the train, uh, and and uh, it's the car is really crowded at this point, and they come over to me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Fuck!" And now I'm gonna have to deal with these people. And they do the thing because I'm sitting in one side of the, one of the seats, two seats, and then across from me there's another two seats with another dude in it. So what this couple does is the woman sits next to me, the husband sits next to the guy, so they're just an aisle apart from each other. Yeah. And she spends about 20, 30 minutes just bitching at her husband oh. about like, "Ah, oh, did you remember to do? I guess that you know, just that kind of." Shit that just drives you crazy. I love seeing couples on the train and and listening to them. I love being a, a fly in the wall. <laughs> so finally, she runs out of things to bitch about, uh, or maybe just doesn't want to blow her whole wad before the trip is over. Save some of the bitching for when you get to the hotel. There's always time um, to bitch. Yeah. And she pulls out her little tablet or whatever to read the news or whatever shit like that. So I'm like, all right, finally this bitch is going to shut up and I can actually relax. Next thing I know, she pulls out a bunch of tissues and starts blowing her nose and hiding. Up. No, no, gets worse. Hiding the snot-filled tissues in the little magazine pouch in oh the seat God. back in front of her. So she's just I filling si- the seat with boogers. I would have citizens arrested her right there. Yeah, I was starting to lose it. And then a few minutes after that, I look over and she's like laying back, eyes closed, just completely out. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to make my move. 
I get up and I slowly crawl over her oh. and she doesn't wake up. She doesn't move at all. And I go all the way up to train to find an empty seat because now they've opened more cars. And I find an empty seat. I come back to get my shit. <laughs> I reach over her for my bag and she doesn't move at all. And at this point, I'm pretty sure she's dead. So then I go all the way up to the front and I'm sitting there. I get to where I'm seated now. I got my shit up there. I, I relax. I sit there for about 20 minutes. And then the conductor comes. Uh, and the conductors, when they scan your ticket, they little little piece of paper above your seat to mark who they've scanned or whatever. And the guy's asking me because he's like, oh, you've already been scanned. Do you have your paper? And I'm like, no. He's like, well, if you can go find it. I don't know where you were sitting. If you can remember, if you can go find it. So now yeah. I'm trekking <laughs> back down the train. I get there. She's still out. So I'm pretty sure she died. That's evil and one. yeah, exactly. Based on her behavior, I, my, my, my biggest concern was like if she died – Please don't let them find out until we get to Baltimore because I don't want to have to be like stuck in New York for an hour while they try to haul her fucking corpse off the train covered in snot. Oh, God. I, I would have absolutely, I would have told on her. I would have just tattletailed. Like uh, excuse me, conductor, this woman's hiding tissues in the magazine back. Now, people put fucking shit in there all the time, uh, like garbage and shit. I don't think the conductors even care because I don't think it's their job to clean it. This fucking cat, man, trims the nails. I don't trim. What do you think I am? Some kind of woodsman? Yes. No. <coughs> Cats are meant to have long nails. But the thing that drives me crazy is, uh, is fucking when you travel around, even if you're just on a regular commute, it's fucking people with their goddamn bags. You know, and, and you get on the train or an airplane and you always have that one jackass who hauls this giant bag on and then they can't lift it into the overhead space. And I feel like if you can't lift the bag, don't take the bag. Yeah, yeah, I don't care about bags. I no, I know, but this when, is why I don't travel. Actually. When you're trying to get to your seat, and there's some dick in front oh. of you who can't lift his fucking bag up yeah. because he's going away for two days, and God forbid he bring he doesn't bring everything he owns. He hasn't done a summer <clears throat> summer wardrobe. And the thing that drives me fucking crazy is the fucking people with the wheelie bags. There's, I think, all the people with wheelie bags should be round up and put in a concentra- concentration camp. I swear to God. That's not very nice. No, no, no. They are the worst fucking human beings. Okay, because are they worse than? Uh, never mind. <laughs> See, I've gotten some sensibility in my year, in my experience here. Well, I don't. I hate people with wheelie bags, and I think they should all be destroyed because they fucking they will not carry the bag longer than is absolutely necessary. So when they're getting off the train, they will carry the bag oh, through yeah. the aisle. But the second they step off the train, regardless of how many people are piling up behind them, they will stop. And they will fumble with the fucking handle on that thing for like 30 minutes. And it doesn't matter how many people are piling up and waiting for them to get the fuck out of the way. The same thing on escalators. And the escalator thing is the worst because you can't stop on an escalator. You're going to keep moving forward no matter what the dick, dickhead in front of you is doing. Oh, no, I don't. I never stop. <coughs> I mean, I always stop on an escalator. Well, I, there's so many people that, that I let those stairs make give me that free ride every time. No, no, no. But I mean, when you get to the top. When you step off oh, the yeah. escalator, like the people with the wheelie bags, they'll take the bag onto the escalator, fold it up, and then the second they step off, they stop and they try to f- undo their bag while people are literally cats are being in driven into them. So <coughs> that's my complaint about people with bags. What do you think my blog should be called? In a, in a, the segue of the century, right there, I'm gonna have yeah. a blog, yes. and I need a funny punny name for it. And I'm thinking uh, either Jackson blogs off. Because, you know, it's to play on Jackson Jacks off. Yeah. Or I can, you know, do the um, do a uh, kind of self-tap on the shoulder and name it the Who Cares blog. And, get, you know, maybe try to garner some interest in the in podcast via the blog, if you will. 
So uh, uh, that was Who Cares, and uh, listen to my music, and go to WZLX.com and check out my blog. And uh, you have stuff to plug, because you said that we have to do plugs. We have to plug us before we plug your fucking job. <coughs> well, uh, that's me. Uh, I get, I, I'm raising my star here. So yeah, so make sure you uh, follow Who Cares on uh, Facebook at WCWJM Podcast and Twitter at WCWJM Podcast. Uh, and you can follow Jackson at Jackson WZLX on Twitter. And you can follow me at Mars85 on Twitter. That's M-A-R-Z-85 on Twitter. So uh, follow us, follow the show, subscribe, all that good stuff. Comments are nice on the iTunes and the Google Play because it makes us popular. Way to say literally the same thing that every single podcast host yeah, in the history of podcast says. There's a fucking reason that they say it. It's because it's fucking important shit. So share us, like us, follow us. People uh, know that now. Follow us in person if you want to. Follow us in person. Follow us in person. We should be the bun podcast that encourages people not to subscribe. So uh, talk to y'all later. Ta-ta. Hear the screaming of the lamb.
let me know when those lambs stop swimming.